Welcome to Ben. Blockchain Education Network. The largest and longest running network of students, alumni, and professors excited about blockchain across the world. A podcast for students by students. Sharing their vision that anyone, regardless of wherever they are in the world, will be able to use blockchain as a vehicle to create wealth for themselves and their communities. This is Ben. The Blockchain Education Network. Let's get started with the questions, and I guess we'll start with a background. Um, you know, yeah. give us your name, Taro, and your journey into Web three. Yeah, absolutely. So, hi, I'm Taro, <laughs> and um, my journey into Web three is actually very recent. I started going by the name Taro as my artist name in 2020, right before everything kind of shut down, and so I think it was a blessing in disguise for me personally to really take that. Time to figure out like what what do I really want to do? Like wh- what am I trying to do as an artist? Like what am I trying to bring to um, the world? I guess with my music and what do I have to say? And Web three kind of stumbled upon me, or I guess I stumbled upon Web three either or by just seeing like a TikTok about NFTs, and I just kept seeing them, and I'm like, hmm, this might be a sign. Maybe I should just like look it up. And once I started looking up like NFTs, I just became super intrigued. And this was back in December of 2021, so really recently. And I didn't have any like friends or anybody like in my immediate circle that was hip in this space or knew anything really about it. But I just dove into it and did a bunch of research as much as I could. And at first, I was kind of anticipating building my own like NFT project of like. Digital art, and then connecting it with my music because I didn't really know about music NFTs yet, and so I basically just spent a couple months in the space learning everything I needed to about smart contracts and like the developing side of things. Like I just wanted to make sure I had a solid foundation of knowledge before I got myself into anything. And for some reason, I became super passionate about learning about all that stuff. And so it's been a really fun journey for me, for sure, because it's like every single day I'm learning something new and couldn't ask for a better life, I guess, right? Beautiful. That is awesome. So you sound like you're very technologically savvy. What's your background? Did you study computers or you just play with technology a lot when you were younger? Yeah, I have no technical background whatsoever. <laughs> like, oh, I nice. genuinely just, for some reason, know how to search Google really well, I guess. <laughs> but like, I don't know. It's been super cool because now I'm realizing that I think my brain does have those skill sets, which can maybe correlate with music, right? It, maybe there's similar parts of the brain being activated when it comes to that, and I've come to like connect the two in a cool way that I've never been able to connect before where now these like creative ideas going on in my brain start to see see more tangible because I see it more in a technical view right where it's like less of just the bigger idea but how do we execute this now and like what tools can we use to execute those ideas Beautiful. So let's talk about your 28 day music NFT marathon, because that's super interesting and creative. (laughs) And I love love how authentic and vulnerable you are. And then you're also adding a technological aspect to it by including future utility. So like, can you dive into that? No, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I honestly, this was like about a week before February, I 
was um, scrolling through Twitter and I felt like I was ready, right? And I hadn't gotten accepted on any of the like music NFT platforms like catalog or sound yet. And I knew it was like a matter of time, but I didn't really want to wait around to be like accepted into the space. I kind of wanted to like show up and show everyone that like, hey, like I'm here to stay. Like I have a lot of big plans and I want to rise together. Like I want to put myself out there to really prove to myself that I'm capable of going after all of my goals and my dreams and like manifesting it truly like manifesting it into reality and what better way to do that than to do a 28 day like marathon of music and I love what I do and so it doesn't feel like work but it's definitely a grind and it's teaching me just how I can really expand and grow in ways I never gave myself the room to to believe was possible that makes sense it makes a lot of sense and that's absolutely incredible and so I want to ask you, like, since you're creating every day, do you feel like some days maybe the ideas don't come as easily? How do you push through that? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, yesterday, for example, I was just not feeling it, you know, and I'm like, oh, it's like day 21. Like, we're so close. Or it was, right. yeah, day 21. And see, I can't even keep up. But like, I just didn't know. I was like, I don't know what to write about. Because like, now I feel like the more I've progressed through the month, the like, as a writer and producer, and then now a mixing engineer, because I had never really given myself credit before as a mixing engineer, and tried, you know, so like, I always just gave it off, because like, that's not my job. And so now I'm building this like, pride in my work, I guess, in a way where it's like, I am competing with who I was yesterday where it's like oh like I need to feel inspired by this next song like I can't just be less than what I've already done do you know what I mean and so it's like that pressure to be I guess like to prove to yourself or whatever like that kind of does prohibit you sometimes and I think it does cause that roadblock and so that's something I've been learning to overcome through this process is how to like recognize when those roadblocks come up and I usually try to find a creative way to get through it so for example yesterday my roommate he is an incredible producer and we work on a lot of music together like he has produced my album that I'm releasing this summer and we were just like let's just write a song in 30 minutes as a challenge and just see what happens and it was one of our favorite songs we've written all year and that says a lot like we've we write a lot of songs so it's like that kind of stuff just like brings you back in the present and i think that like it's super easy to get lost in the mundane and the like routine so you have to like spice it up here and there i love that so take us through the music creation process you yeah said you, you have a producer so you he makes a beat you make the beat with him then you write over it how how's the creation process yes so for the um, marathon specifically this process has been really me in my room producing recording writing mixing just like as if it's a song diary right like just my creations just for fun right and i then collaborate with other producers too when it comes to a bunch of other music like my album my roommate he's producer on it and then another friend Blake Burchette he's an incredible producer on it and so it's like I've learned how to build the right team around the the certain projects that I'm working on right and so each 
team member brings a certain level or a certain flavor, I guess, to the equation. And like, I couldn't create it without them. And so I really believe music is like a collaborative process and we should celebrate collaboration more. But it is interesting to see how creating completely on my own differs from creating with others. It's definitely more vulnerable to put out for me. I think the songs that I'm only touching and these songs really are only being touched for a very short amount of time before I'm putting it out there in the public. It's not like I'm making these songs and working on them for months and then putting it out there. Like the whole point really was to release that fear and that second guessing of myself as a creative, you know, because who knows who resonates with whatever is just the first creative thought or yeah, exactly. Like who knows what that inspires in someone else. And that's literally the whole purpose behind this is like, how can I inspire other people to like bring it back to the music? Cause I know so many friends in this industry who are just like, how do we, how do we do this? You know, like I'm still a baby artist, like I'm still building, but I want to do it differently. And I think I'm like, there's no going back at this point. Like I'm (laughs) awesome. Awesome. And that's really inspiring what you said, you know, because even I suffer from that sometimes where I want the music to be perfect. I'm a perfectionist, but like, making a a marathon where you just put it out like just like first idea that's finished yeah that's beautiful i really i I might i might take some inspiration from that actually you should i mean it's freeing at the end of the day and it's just like it, it inspires you even more to create more and the people who resonate are the right people it's about like i think i was in the mindset in like web 2 i guess you can call it for um the longest time of like how can i reach the most people versus how can i reach the right people and I feel like my mindset has definitely shifted in that regard. So things just feel like they're coming into alignment. And uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> cool stuff, cool stuff. And I see that you've gotten some sales actually from this marathon for like uh, $500 worth of ETH. That's amazing. Congratulations. And Thank you. Yes. Are these people like people you know? Is it a new audience? Uh, what's, what's going on there? Yeah, so, so far we got two members of the Soul Tribe. And so it's kind of, I guess there's like utilities behind the whole marathon as well, which we can like touch into. But the two people that got my NFTs, it was completely a surprise to me. I met them in the space and they're both creators in the space. And um, one of the first one was, um, his name's Jonathan Mann. He is a legend. He's been doing a song a day for the past 13 years. And like, he's like a world record, like he's such a legend. And he reached out to me and was like, Hey, like you should join my song and Dow. Like you're basically doing it already. It's like a beta version, just trying it out and got into that little community of these just like, definitely like they're older. I don't know like what age bracket, but that's the coolest part of web three. It's like, I'm talking to all these people of different ages and I'm friends with these people and we're helping each other. And he got my first NFT and that just meant a lot because, or a, like he bought the first one that I've ever sold, I guess. Right. <laughs> but like it meant so much because it just showed like someone who is also grinding respects that and believes in what I'm doing enough to support early on. And then another person, uh, Finestro, he's an incredible producer, musician, NFT artist. He bought it because he believes in me and he believes that one day it'll be worth something. And like he now is one of 
my really close friends who I talk to like almost every day and we're going to collaborate on a, a future project. So it's just like that in itself feels like those are angel investments, right? Like those were people I needed to align with in my journey this early on. And so, and it gave me that affirmation that like, okay, like this is, you're doing it and like, you need to keep doing it. Yeah. I love that. Cause you know, by being super authentic and vulnerable to who you are as a person, like whatever that frequency is, you know, you're attracting to people that are also resonating yeah. with that frequency. And I love that. I yeah. really, really love that. And so, and so is that your marketing approach so far where you're just being super authentic, posting on social media? Yeah. Is you have an approach or you're just being really authentic and posting a lot? So it's been interesting and a little difficult for me to find a balance between the creation and the promotion and the marketing side of things and the community building throughout this month because it's just like constant. But I feel like I've still been able to navigate it in a way where I found that true authenticity and true conversation and getting to know other people has been the ticket to the success, honestly, for me so far. And I'm trying to now find ways to expand on that and maybe reach more people that could uh, benefit from something that I have a value, whether that be just uh, a friend to talk to or someone to listen to or to help with mixing advice or music and life advice. Like, you know, we're all humans going through it. Like, I, I really... Like the reason why I go by tarot is because I am incredibly spiritual and I am constantly seeking like my highest version of myself so I could be someone that helps spread that growth in the collective or whoever wants to to listen to the music or whatever. You know what I mean? And it's, so it's like it goes beyond what I'm uh, capable of as a musician, a writer, a producer. Like it, it's about connecting. And I think that realization was the realization that made everything click in my brain and I kind of lost that self-doubt in my capability and who I am you know yeah and that similar wavelength that you have you know that I also share spiritually I think that's the reason why we've connected and, absolutely and it's it's an awesome thing to see so how do you balance all the content creation with the music creation and then maybe your personal life do you feel like the content creation also feels like work or does that also play for you? It depends on what part of content creation you're talking about. Like, like the, the content creation and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, like I enjoy the art part of it. Like I enjoy creating a vision or the cover art or like a little video visual to go with the song or like that to me is all play. But definitely I think like the TikToks and the whatever, like stuff like that is more work for me. I think Twitter is all play for sure. I'm addicted to Twitter. Like Same, <laughs> same here. I can like hang on Twitter and talk to people for hours. It's so interesting um, on there. It's so interesting. In Twitter spaces, I had no idea what they were, but like, I love them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. It's it's a balance though, and I'm still learning and figuring out what works best for me. And I think my plan moving forward is we're on the last leg of the race and we're so close to the finish line. I'm going to really spend March building a community and connecting and working on that marketing side of things and putting in that work because like nothing 
comes without the work. And so it's like, you have to have that in mind when it's like hard to show up, you know what I mean? And so I feel like when you believe in yourself or what you're doing or whatever, your art, your vision so much, everything else is worth it. Uh, that's beautiful. And how's your how's your sleep schedule like? That's so funny. <laughs> I want to sleep. <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, it's been okay. The first week, I won't lie, I got like maybe four to six hours of sleep a uh, night. But that was because I was like super in new into the space and just excited and fired up, constantly creating. Now I'm like back to a good balance. And I realized that I can't be staying up really late hours in the night on Twitter spaces because I need to wake up in the morning. <laughs> facts, facts. Um, and I guess the final question, and we can continue from there, is why did you choose Zora as a platform? Yeah, a good question. So like I mentioned kind of earlier, I didn't really want to wait to get accepted to any like of the top like music NFT sites, which like I respect them, like no hate at all. I can't wait until I do get accepted on them. But I also kind of wanted to make it more about the music as well, you know, like, like, or more than the music as well and make it kind of where like, I'm starting my own little like, tarot sings astral realm, like this is for real, like we're a soul tribe, I want to be able to create and give music and videos and an experience and like my album that I have this summer I'm so excited for and I'm going to be building an entire like basically like a tarot metaverse experience around it where it's just like super vulnerable and encompasses everything about the music and me and just really cool inside things like documentary stuff like it's just I'm really like excited about all the ideas I have in my head and I think that it would be a shame to just kind of marginalize it as just like a one kind of lane thing I do if that makes sense I'm not really explaining it right but like I want to make it into a, its own world where people can go to that world to just like feel good and listen to music and touch in with themselves and expand and connect and instead of being like hey guys my album's out on spotify go stream it like yes i'll still put it out on all those sites for sure but like for the real og fans who like really want to be a part of that journey and like i want to take you on it and i want you to reap the benefits with me like this is this is super cool like this is revolutionary we have a chance to really change the game as independent artists and i hope that i could lead as a positive influence for the future generation of artists that are going to come into the space and you know how it works like like eventually the big guys are going to come in or whoever and like someone's going to write their own rules so like let's write our rules now in a way that is so um open for everyone i love it i love where your headspace sat and that's like a wonderful initiative you know you're creating a virtual theme park basically for all your fans and the super yeah. fans. Yeah. And that's and that's amazing. That's that's how I also consider what I'm building. So I'm building a theme park. Whether it's oh, in that's physical. So cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whether it's in the physical or the or the virtual. Like you gotta give people mm -hmm. a place to explore, you know, and just see what you're exactly. all about. And then focus on the physical sales, like vinyl and really awesome merchandise and experiences. Like I think we're entering a new era of art and the value of art. And I think art has always been the most powerful thing in the entire universe. 
And that's why it has been so controlled because it's like, you know, so it's like, let's take that power back and be independent and free. And I love it. So <laughs> I always seen art, including music, as like a representation of the divine. And yes. You're just a human. That's kind of like the instrument bringing that out into the world. Yes. And making it more beautiful. I agree. Exactly. I, that's how I like to say, like, my writing is just like a, it's, it's flowing out of me. You know, it's just. It's, it's from the library, like the universe is our library and we all just got to tap into it and help each other out. I love that. And by any chance, do you do readings or anything? Because when I first landed on your page, I almost yeah. thought you did readings. Oh, you do do readings. I do. I do do readings. <laughs> That'll be a part of the little tarot uh, astral realm. But <laughs> That's sick. Yeah. And you also learned that how through just Googling how to, how to do it or through a mentor? Um, actually... So I used to do these things with my old roommate a few years ago called like couch talks. We would just sit on the couch and talk for hours about like whatever. And it would just expand into like crazy topics of the universe and shit. Right. And so she gifted me my first deck of tarot cards for my birthday, literally like a month before I decided to be tarot. And I started reading the cards and then one of my good friends now Cheyenne she is a medium and my friend was like you got to meet her and so she came over to my house and before anything she was like oh my gosh like bitch I knew it and I was like what and she like goes to the corner of that like house like and grabs my tarot cards didn't even tell her I had them like how would she see them and was like I need to like I'm supposed to be here to like teach you how to, to use them and I'm like that is so crazy like I just got them and basically she was just like you have to lead with your intuition and i that's kind of how i read and yeah it's been wonderful that's so sick <laughs> that is cool <laughs> that is so cool well we can start winding down do you have any questions for me or anything else you want to say yeah i mean i'm just super grateful for you having me and um asking all these questions this is super fun <laughs> yeah i love it um, and I'm just super like stoked to connect with you. And I'd love to like continue to learn more about your amusement park and just like all the things you're doing with music. That's so cool. I'm sure we have a lot to relate on. And yeah, yeah. I, can send you, I can definitely send you some of my music. You can take a listen. Please. Absolutely. Beautiful. Yeah, I guess that's, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. So we can wind it down. Thank you again. Absolutely. So I'm Drayson from the Blockchain Education Network. Thank you, Tara, mm -hmm. for your time. And... We'll catch you next time. This was another episode of Ben. Blockchain Education Network. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Also, keep up with us on Twitter and Instagram at BlockchainEDU. And visit our YouTube channel for more valuable blockchain content.